to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. What do you mean you won't put it on the plane? I'm sorry, Mr. Shepard, but our policy is that the body must have the proper documentation. There's just no latitude. No latitude. <sighs> no latitude. Without the proper documents. Look, you can't do this to me. I'm ready to go now. Perhaps another carrier. No! I want you to listen to me. Okay, because I'm asking you a favor. Chrissy, I'm standing in front of you in the, in the same suit that I'm wearing to my father's funeral, and I'm asking you a favor. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now, we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by, because we're, we're so, so lost. lost. We need to stop waiting. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Marie DeSimone. Glad to be here on another Monday night, 8 30 p.m. EST, when we get around to it. And this also. When we get around. <laughs> we're here, whatever. It's happening. It happens on odd nights sometimes. It really... So if you, if you come every uh, Monday night live at 8 30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com, you might not see us and our wonderful chatters. Chatters! But a lot of times you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you want to be kept abreast of when we're recording, I would recommend uh, following our po- podcast uh, Twitter at We're So Lost, and uh, yeah. or on Facebook at you know facebook.com slash we're so lost yeah and this also uh fulfills the five episodes we wanted to get in the can before we make this an actual podcast 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 so i i people who are watching live if you want to hear the audio version you'll be able to subscribe to the feed very soon and those of you who've been following us those of you who have been in chat we would love for you guys to go ahead and run over to itunes there and leave us a review yes please leave us a review because that way it'll get bumped up Mm -hmm. and especially since lost isn't you know exactly a current show exactly um, it'll really really help for sure it would help yeah yeah and, and we'll have that link we'll be tweeting that link facebooking that link uh, later on this week probably yeah. so you know later on this week when we maybe do another episode another episode <gasps> stay tuned stay tuned okay about this week uh this we're week, talking right about now. uh season one episode five amory why don't you go ahead and hit us up with the uh, rhyming episode summary why is Jack Shepard feeling most bad? How would you feel with a haunting ghost dad? Someone in camp steals all the water? Bad in a climate that always grows hotter. Will managing others become a plight habit? Jack falls down a hill chasing the white rabbit. White rabbit. White rabbit. White rabbit. White rabbit. White rabbit. 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 what you think? I love this episode. You did? I really did. I really, really did. Like... Yeah, I think, this, I think you probably had had a stronger reaction to it than I did. I liked it and everything, but you were like, I, I gaga. was, I okay, I wasn't quite gaga, but you I, were. I was pretty excited about it. Like it, you, it, you, you came out from your your second viewing, go going pop 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 poker face. You were that gaga. No, you were. American I can't look. I just story. can't even like <laughs> like I'm an emoji right now. I'm the I'm the flat faced emoji at him. Yes, that reads well for our audio listeners. Definitely. Um, no, I just was really excited because it finally actually addressed things that have been bothering me, mm-hmm. i.e., y'all, we don't know if people are coming. You might want to do something about that. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Okay. Yeah, I definitely liked it too. I, I And I know I know that uh, we have some feedback from Rebecca Johnson coming mm-hmm. up a little bit later where she was complete – she loves this episode. Yeah, she really apparently. does. And 
you know, I, I think I'm on the Rebecca Johnson train with that one. Yeah, and it was like I, I really liked it. it I, I don't think it was the strongest episode we've seen this far. I think that might have been last week for me. Okay, so you're on the Michael Lucero train. Maybe, maybe. I'm a Michael Lucero. You're a Rebecca Johnson. It's all good. Uh-oh, that means that I'm going to like Snoke here soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but we'll go ahead and get started with our main discussion here. I, oh, wait. Spoiler wait. policy. Oh, Let them know our spoiler oh, part I policy. I, I was like, it was in there. Okay, spoiler policy. Policy, spoiler policy is don't spoil it. We will talk about mm-hmm. anything up until the episode that we are currently recording. Mm-hmm. If you have some burning, undying desi- desire to tell us something that happens like in three episodes, you're going to need to email us with a spoiler and tell us exactly what episode and we'll read it then. So don't do it in the chat room. Don't do it on the comments. Mm-hmm. Just shh. Keep it to yourselves. Yeah, and you can, you can do some general stuff like, oh, that will be answered eventually. Eventually. Or... Don't tell us when. Yeah, and it's just because we're not particularly spoiler phobes or anything, but... uh, Only on this one. Yeah, just because the whole conceit of this is we've never watched it and we're reacting to it as if we've never watched it before because we haven't. That's not a joke. We really haven't. We really... I I have seen season one. You have, but But it was ten years ago. Right, and I know nothing. So. I like any of my cockeyed theories are just my own cockeyed mm-hmm. theories. I, and th- this is exactly the kind of vague uh, spoiler we're talking about. But we've had to correct him before. Uh, but Michael Lucero <laughs> says the thing about this episode is that it has some really important stuff in it, but you don't really realize it until much later. So, yeah, that's mm. nice and vague. That's what we like. That gets us excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, but wait, one of the, the first thing I wanted to talk about in okay. this episode is that uh, Jack finally kind of comes around. I, I, I had been theorizing uh, the past week or two mm-hmm. uh that uh he was probably gonna have some burnout or something like that because uh, yeah. everybody was coming to him for everything for yeah for everything like uh, even at the beginning of this episode charlie's like someone's drowning go, go get jack like don't turn to the guy beside you who might be able to swim no i gotta go get jack well he was a lifeguard boone oh no i guess charlie was the one who ran after him but boone was a lifeguard the one yeah. who did go after her mm-hmm. so in all reality he should have been able to make it <laughs> so there's that Continue. but you y- you know, but people are constantly coming to Jack by mm-hmm. default, and I, I, I could tell it was going to start to wear on him. Mm-hmm. And this episode, it totally does. Mm-hmm. Losing a Joanna finally did it, as yep. it were. Uh, Johanna. Uh, Johanna, Johanna did it. Johanna finally did it. Uh, Joanna finally did it. Uh, that's a little uh, inside joke from our Greetings from Storybrook podcast. Uh, but uh, as uh, his dad told him, it's not how big he can win; it's how hard the losses affect affect him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a complete breakdown when he has this really <laughs> he big loss. He goes cuckoo bananas. Yeah, just uh, off into the woods. Kind into of. the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Uh, but uh, he he probably <laughs> beats mo- himself up most because he decides to save Boone, a known character, versus uh, saving the red shirt Joanna, which, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting because it, normally. You know, the whole nature of a red shirt, uh, red shirt type character mm-hmm. is that, yeah, they, they end up dying and the main characters just move, move on. on. And no, this really, really affected him. And right. it, it, it meant something to the series, to the character, uh, to the whole way the episode went down and how things will progress from here on out, which I thought was really cool. Right. Because, I mean, we never got to meet Joanna either, I don't No. Think. Well, and see, that's another thing that bothers me is like there were only 47 people. Mm-hmm. Y'all couldn't have sat around at least once and had a slight powwow and gone, <laughs> let's go around the table and find out who you are. Here's your piece of wild boar. What is your name? Where are you from? What is your status? Now you may eat. You can't eat unless I get your name. Well, 
well, you know, doesn't it? Like, you're stuck on a desert island. Mm-hmm. Don't you kind of want to at least know people's names? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, Angel says in the chat room uh, that uh, Jack took charge in the first episode, so of course people are going to see him as the leader. Completely. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I can definitely see that, too. Uh, but he, at the end of the episode, he finally realizes that in order to lead, in order to make it through and do the things that he needs to do mm-hmm. as a leader, he needs to start delegating, which yeah. is something I was calling for a week or two back. At so, least. So, uh, you know, everybody needs to pull their weight and play a part in this whole, not just uh, trying to get rescued thing now, this whole just surviving right. thing. And uh, hopefully uh, they can make some progress once everybody isn't all dehydrated. Because I'm sure people... Oh, they're all going nuts. Like, pe- I'm surprised Claire hasn't gone into labor. Yes, I'm going to keep talking over you because that's mm-hmm. how I function. <laughs> um, yeah, the dehydration, like, woman should have gone into labor from being dehydrated. Yeah, you could tell that uh, all of the actors in, in this week's episode were playing it as, yeah, we're just kind of out there crazy because of the dehydration They were cuckoo factor. bananas. Yeah, definitely. Lots of cuckoo bananas. Definitely. And uh, I love Charlie in the chat room says, I feel bad for Boone. Uh, yeah. And she also loves that actor. Ian's the guy who plays Boone. Got it. Got it. Okay. So Hurley and Charlie, speaking of Charlie for all the lovers in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Jack, Saeed, and Kate, who are kind of the leaders and the decision makers. And they're all um, – and what – wait, what? Make sure. And then there's Hurley and Charlie, who are actually like running around doing the errands and kind of trying to keep everybody comfortable. Because mm-hmm. from, you know, day one, Hurley was in charge of the food. Charlie has sort of, sort of been skirting around, tending to people, mm-hmm. specifically both of them have befriended claire aka prego and like they're the only ones who really talk to her and in her own words that don't look at her like she's a ticking time bomb um i almost wish though the way that they were talking that like they would have a notebook keeping track of supplies mm-hmm. like there has to be at least one diary on that plane and a pen when we yeah. know there was at least seven pens or so from the first mm-hmm. episode well, it, it really doesn't help when Sawyer is kind of squirreling things away to barter with other people on the right, island either. But, um, but he sort of did that on a, that wasn't stuff that they had known about. Mm-hmm. He wasn't taking things from the group. Yeah. He was taking things the group hadn't found yet. I actually have a thing on that later. Oh, okay. A little bit. Um, but it, I like watching the friendship between Hurley and Charlie um, because like the fishing lessons last week and they're both like going they're both going over here okay this is this is can we do one of those stick things why don't we use the dog like they were doing everything together and it was nice it was just nice to see people happily working together maybe definitely like it and I definitely think that's a trend that's going to continue although I feel like at some point Charlie is going to start going through withdraws here because he didn't have that much uh that wasn't that that much much h-bomb no but you can tell that he was being conservative with it Mm -hmm. trying to stretch it out a little well yeah who knows how long you'll be there like a good junkie uh Michael Lucero in the chat (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) that was that was remarkable I love that Uh, Mike Lucero in the chat room says, I love Locke's quote, a leader can't lead till he knows where he's going. Uh, So many Mm -hmm. great moments from Locke this episode. Very much agreed. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see. uh, Yeah, I think that's about it. Angel has something here. Uh, Says, I don't know if they can't find a hairbrush. I feel like it would be difficult to find a journal or enough paper to do that. Then again, hairbrushes do have a mysterious ability to hide themselves. True. It's just like matching socks. Very true. Absolutely. That is weird, though, about the hairbrush 
Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, 25 bags and nobody's got a hairbrush? It was because it was all in the carry-ons, probably. Well, I was going to say, obviously, there's a whole other cache of stuff from the plane, maybe. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will get to that. But this is kind of related. Mm-hmm. Uh, ghost Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the Ghost Dad that, uh, oh, that Jack dad. sees throughout the episode starting last week. And, uh, you know, he chases through the woods. The White Rabbit. If As you it will. were. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so uh, we end up with several possibilities for what this phenomenon phenomena is mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the episode. One, Ghost Dad's a freaking zombie. Uh, Ghost Dad is a zombie. I like it. I'm, I, I'm in. I love it. I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't think it's true. Uh, but uh, Ghost Dad uh, could also be a manifestation of uh, Jack's guilt of whatever uh, it he is did. that he did that his mom talks about in the right. flashback. Because she's like, you know, you did this. Yeah, you did this, and we don't know what this is yet. No. So we're really good at not mm-hmm. knowing what people did. If I was going to guess right now, mm-hmm. I would say this was maybe dropping out of med school. Maybe Jack's not actually the doctor we think he is. No. You don't think so? I think he was a doctor, but maybe he was quitting. Mm-hmm. Like, he went through it. He, I yeah. mean, you don't operate on the dude who has the shrapnel hanging out of him. Well, I could see someone getting, like, three quarters of the way through no. med school knowing no. how to do that. Or maybe he got through med school and didn't do, like, his, uh, uh what is it? The, it residency? What they were doing on, yeah, the residency. On, wait, the, the, wait, I was waiting for that. I was going to say the thing they did on Scrubs <laughs> for the first several seasons of Scrubs. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so, I, I mean, uh, it could be just a manif- a hallucination, as he says in this mm-hmm. episode, a manifestation of his uh, guilt. And Michael Lucero says you'll find out what Jack did sometime this season. Oh, yay! Did I assumed we probably we figured, would. yeah. And uh, it, the, the third possibility, mm-hmm. I, and the one that's probably the most interesting to me, mm-hmm. is that a ghost dad is part of the force behind the monster uh, island, island thing, thing uh, that uh, Locke said, says in this episode that he looked into the eye of last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Which we believe because we saw it. Yeah, I think he said said it was the heart of the island, mm-hmm. and uh, in so this force was either leading Jack away from the others to make them weaker and more vulnerable, so he could take advantage of, of them, or towards something. And uh, you know the the whole white rabbit metaphor with uh, Alice in Wonderland yeah. and everything. And I I, I do happen to know uh, something a, a little spoiler something I remember about lost from when i watched it 10 years ago i uh, involving uh sort of a, a hole in the ground uh that oh, comes into play no. later on so i'm thinking that maybe that's what the white rabbit thing is maybe this hallucination or this force of the island was trying to lead jack to this hole in the ground uh that that will come into play uh later on i i, I won't get too spoilery with it or anything yes but, uh, please because we have a policy you know so i i, I think uh y- you know it's very possible that maybe if this is the island leading jack somewhere maybe he's leading jack towards this rabbit hole in something that could possibly help them hmm. that's my thoughts i uh, what, what do you think about ghost dad uh what are your thoughts about him um i i, I go with the it's a force because at this point he's always led us towards something Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last week it led him towards Locke and the boar. Yeah. Like they it led them right there just as mm-hmm. he came out of the woods. So obviously it was like guiding him. And this time it got him to the water. It mm-hmm. got him to more supplies. Yeah, and I love Charlie in the chat room says that too. Yeah, the, uh, the waterfall. It was the waterfall. It was what they desperately needed at the time. Last week they desperately mm-hmm. needed the food. This week they desperately needed the water. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
Ghost Dad is his tour guide. Um, I don't, I'm out of ice. But I was like, ah. <laughs> you okay? I tried to shake my water and make the clinky sound like the <laughs> ice cubes in the alcohol. It didn't work. It sprayed me in the eye. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but that noise was what led him. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking. Okay, there we go. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Michael Lucero says there are several holes in the ground in this show, and they each played uh, very different roles in the story. So uh, oh, shenanigans. Although. Yeah, I will say that when I was writing my notes for this episode, that mm-hmm. the first time that occurred to me, I was like, uh, will the white rabbit lead him down? down?" And then immediately he fell down the hill. That is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, we, one last thing about Ghost Dad I wanted to bring up before we move on is just uh, – are we sh- definitely sure that this was his dad's casket? Yeah. Are we sure that this was definitely part of their wreck and not somebody else's wreck? I, I was thinking with all those little dolls like that he found in the water and like le- the trail leading with all those little – Yeah. Dolls, maybe these are related to the the woman's voice we heard on the recording. Disagree. Maybe maybe it's not their wreck that he found. I think it is. You think it is? You're not going to recognize your own father's casket that you purchased. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess. I guess I, they're I, all different. Another possibility <laughs> with the casket: why the casket might be empty. You know how he was pleading with the lady at the gate. To let him on. Maybe she did something fishy like, oh, we can't take the body in there, but this dude wants the casket on there, so why don't we dump the body, no. load the casket? No. And he'll never notice because he said that the, the funeral was going to be, they pick, the hearse picks him up at the airport, they go straight to the thing and bury him. So, I mean, maybe they, maybe she was like, yeah, I, I could get away with it, you know? I disagree with that one. I'm just saying that. I know, it, I'm just. It, that's- I, I, I feel like that's a good explanation for why there wasn't a body in the casket because it obviously didn't fall out because the casket was still Closed. shut tight like i mean it was probably nailed shut because he had to kind of push it open you know so i i'm saying hmm. that maybe maybe that might be a uh hmm. a thing i don't know it might be i'm just throwing it out there i don't, I don't know. know if i'll be right throw or not. it out see if it sticks so far not exactly so much slobbering down the wall <laughs> um okay so kate and saeed are thought of as leaders but like the past couple of episodes they haven't really done too too much mm-hmm like, yeah, last week we were trying to hang up things and triangulate the signal and blah, 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 blah. But they didn't really uh, do much mm-hmm. other than, like, if they're going to lead, they need to lead everyone, not just their own one little thing. Yeah. Um. Then they're no better than the Korean couple that they yelled at over two bottles of water. <laughs> Um, but Locke has really stepped up to that leadership role and understanding what role he needs to play and by volunteering to do as much as he's doing. Like he volunteered to go into the woods last week and lead a hunt. He volunteered this week to go find water alone, which is weird. Um, mm-hmm. He should have taken somebody. You would think anybody would have gone with him, like carry a couple of the empty bottles that they had so well, that they could fill up a maximum amount of water wherever they were. Locke kind of seems like the guy that he's going to go on his own and you're not going to really question him because he always gets results. Right. And he has 400 knives. Yeah. I don't know. I just Mm -hmm. like. Well, I I kind of feel I I kind of feel it's weird that, you know, this group of main characters, I guess you could say, have kind of wrested control of the entire situation from a group of 47 people or whatever. Right. You know, it it feels sometimes it feels a little unnatural that, uh, you know. Especially, especially with Jack. Um, but it, I mean, obviously, he's the main character. He's the leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I can see the dynamic they're working with. But at the same time, real world scenario, I don't know if I would see 
this breaking down exactly this way. I think there would be a lot more infighting before a leader emerged uh, or one that everyone would instantly respect like Jack. You but know? you instantly respect a doctor who mm-hmm. took control the second that they crashed, really. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's how – and I think they pointed it out earlier was that that's how he got in that leadership role is he started directing people the second he saw what happened after waking up out of his fog. Like he, t- he helped people. He did stuff. He saved people's lives. Mm-hmm. So they're going to follow him. But Kate and Saeed, they haven't done too much yet. We're still fo- – like it seemed a little weird. The lock's like, no, I'm going to go get water. They need you guys here for what? Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything. Yeah. Like Kate's sorting clothes and Saeed's – I don't know. I, I don't. Saeed. Saeed Saeeding. So there's that. <laughs> Working on the radio and whatnot. Working on the Over radio. in the chat room, uh, Angel says, uh, Bill, where, where, or where, where would they keep the body, Bill? It's the Australian Outback. They can just toss it out the back door. Some wild animals will That's deal with awful. it. That's um, awful. She also says, uh, also, Bill, we're talking about an island where a paralyzed man can now walk, apparently. So empty casket, eh, I'll believe anything. Thank you. Very good, very good point. Very good point. <laughs> and uh, Michael says, uh, that's not the last time you'll see a doll and uh, – oh, where'd it go? Uh, the last time you'll see a doll and the other one is 100 times more creepy. Ooh, yay. Love creepy dolls. <laughs> love creepy dolls. You know what else I love? <laughs> Patreon. Anne-Marie, why don't you tell them a little bit about our Patreon? Hi, guys. You might be aware we have a Patreon. We do. Over at patreon.com slash universe box. And it's a great way to it's help right support all of our right podcasts. Yeah. Are my, am I on the screen? Oh, no. <laughs> am I on the screen? <laughs> Now I am. Um, it's a way to make a monthly donation to support Greetings from Storybook Legends of Gotham. We're so lost in various other universe box properties that shall emerge at mm-hmm. various moments in time. Yes. Um, you can make a donation starting at $0.10. Cents, I don't know, $5, $10, $3. I don't care what you want. Um, but mm-hmm. we have all sorts of rewards, which will be revamped <clears throat> maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, this week sometimes because I'm on sometime. vacation this week. So um, now's a good time to do this kind of house right. cleaning stuff. So we've gotten rid of external ads. We've started doing some movie commentaries. Mm-hmm. We are going to actually be doing a patron patron patron. There we go. Patron hangout. I believe for New Year's if you're around. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're working on some new stuff. So patreon.com slash universe box. Look for some updates coming soon. Yeah, and we want to thank our twenty-nine patrons who are currently giving us $143.52 a month. We love each and every one of you with mm-hmm. all of our hearts. If you want to join that elite team of storytellers, patreon.com slash universe box. Remember to think outside. Okay, so I guess what we're gonna do now, mm-hmm. as we usually do, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna have just a Obviously, we like the episode yep. a lot, uh, so no worries there. But it, when we don't, we we have, always have Michael Lucero around to kind of talk, talk us, us down. down. So, uh, Michael Lucero, take it away. So what happens when I leave this voicemail? I don't know, but I've looked into the eye of this podcast, and what I saw was beautiful. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Michael. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode, uh, probably a lot more than I have in the past, Um even though Walkabout has a bigger plot twist and a more emotional character moment, uh, I really like this episode because it has a, a weirder, more surreal feel throughout that I really enjoy. Uh, and Jack has uh, typically been one of my least favorite characters in the show uh, the first time through, but now that I know his full 
story arc. I really like him and I find him a lot more sympathetic and interesting. Uh, and I really like the scene at the end of this episode, the whole live together, die alone speech. Uh, there's a lot of really core themes to this show and that's definitely one of them. Um, and you see it here explored for the first time. Uh, another main theme, uh, that this sh- uh, episode explores that's uh, core to this show is uh, the idea of science versus faith, um, uh, skepticism versus belief. You see that in the conversation that Jack and Locke have in the middle of the jungle, where Jack looks at his experiences from uh, uh, from the perspective of his medical knowledge, calling it a hallucination, whereas Locke clearly uh, emerges from as a man of faith. Um, he says, this place is different. We all know it. We all feel it. Uh, and he, he delivers his famous line, I've looked into the eye of this island and what I saw was beautiful. I always kind of get goosebumps when I hear that line. It's one of my favorites from him. Um, so that's a major theme. Uh, and it's interesting that in this episode, Jack and Locke are actually on, I feel like they're on more common ground than they will be for quite some time in, in the story. Uh, also, the scene right before that, the cliff scene where Jack almost falls off the cliff and Locke rescues him. I don't know if you all noticed this, but uh, they they referenced this scene in Once Upon a Time in Season 1, Episode uh, 7.15 a.m., Pretty much mm. almost about halfway through the episode, mm. and I actually went back and watched it. It's it's very similar, almost compl- almost like scene for scene for scene, like shot for shot. It's it's almost completely duplicated, even down to uh, um, there being like a little creek at the bottom of the cliff. And uh, I, I really like that. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that's the one where uh, Charming and Snow White are sneaking off into the woods and oh. getting freaky. Um, it's. I, I noticed that Sawyer is reading the book Watership Down in this episode, which I, I love nice. because that's a great novel. If you've never read it, I definitely recommend it. And one of the ideas in that novel uh, is leadership and different visions of le- leadership and what it means to be a good leader. Um, and I think that's pretty relevant to this show. They, they, uh, explore similar ideas in Lost as well. Uh, so I also, I thought it was interesting that Karen, uh, Kate, uh, and I share a sign. We're both Gemini's. <laughs> um, so, okay. The main thing that I'm sure you're wondering about is what does it mean that Jack's dead father is walking around the island? And that is something that has major significance, actually, both for the show's plot and for the overarching mythology. Uh, and you won't really get answers to that anytime soon. Uh, but definitely be thinking about that and be paying attention to, uh, things, other things that happen. Uh, so overall, I loved this episode. I think it's, uh, there's a lot going on in here to think about and to talk about. Uh, I would give it, uh, I'd say probably, uh, 18.5 out of 19 light comma sticks. Uh, well, I hope you all, uh, enjoyed the episode. Can't wait to hear the podcast. And as always, thank you. Namaste and good luck.
Namaste. Namaste. Okay, I uh, right here from the chat room before we move on. Uh, D- Derby Kid says the directing, editing, and camera work on Lost is top notch. Yes, which comes from Angel's comment about the camera work of Jack in the Jungle is very disorienting mm-hmm. and sort of reflects Jack's mind space at that moment. Yeah, and I love Charlie says theory when the plane crashed, everyone died. Ooh, and the island isn't real. Mm. It's plenty real. It's totally real. You I- can't be dehydrated unless you're real. And you know what? Exactly. Who dehydrates a ghost? I don't know. Oh, that's all I got. Okay, continue. You, you, I was like, I, I can't argue with that. You don't dehydrate a goat. Okay, powdered ghost doesn't work. You know who you can dehydrate though. Oh, that's wrong. A Korean couple. And there is a Korean couple on the show, uh, Jin and Sun, uh, and they're very frustrated in this episode, which I I completely identify with because how hard would it be to be on this island with all these other people and not know what the heck's going on? But the only one that is frustrated is Sun. Yin and his magic sushi doesn't care. Well, I think he's frustrated, too. I I, I think he's frustrated. so he's just like me. They'll rescue us. Yeah, he he he's he's very uh, optimistic about it, and he I, I think he, I think he's more concerned. About, he he's more concerned with the unit of them than the unit of them, all of like them. all of them. You know, and that's something that's gonna it, it's gonna give them a very, those two characters a very different approach than everyone else on that beach mm-hmm. throughout the series, definitely. And, and I am very anxious to see how that progresses, especially as things move on. Are they going to learn some English? Are they go- are the other people going to learn some Korean? I like, would imagine. Are they going to figure out a way to communicate other than uh, caveman ways like Sawyer says in this right. episode? You know, so d- I, I was a little unclear by the time I f- finished watching the episode. Really? Who exactly stole the water? Was it them? Boone. Was no, it-, it was Boone. They specifically said – Sawyer said he traded a fish to them mm-hmm. or a fish they caught for his two bottles of water caveman style. You just referenced it. I, d- I did. But the thing is it, it just seemed a little unclear because you know they had water and then Boone had water. But he said he just found it in a tent. Yes, so it was I, in the tent that's the hospital because mm-hmm. that's where they had put it. Okay, so they he, had put the case of the water there and when Jack went cuckoo bananas and ran off to the woods after Ghost Dad, <laughs> he went and took the water sort of in a sense that he could um Jack couldn't be trusted. Okay, okay, I got I Yeah, got I was that like, then. why are you confused? Well, they specifically- no, I, I I really put the question in there just cuz I figured there was a definitive answer and I wanted to Mm-hmm. Ask you since uh, you you get to watch these episodes twice. I generally I watch them once. I choose to watch them twice. You choose to watch them once. Well, to be fair, me watching them once now is me watching them twice overall because okay. I've watched them once ten years ago or something. So I'm trying to keep things kind of loosey goosey. Oh. But but uh, so uh, let's see here. Um, what, what else was I going to say about oh. that? Okay, so I, I I have a feeling that if uh, Sun and uh, Jin have any way to get into the the whole nature of the teamwork among the people on the island that Michael's going to be their wing. Michael's going to be the one that helps at least Sun break down those walls. I think it's actually more Walt than Michael. You think Walt more than Michael? Mm-hmm. 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 Because like she told him the brushing the teeth thing. Yeah. And Michael's like yeah, like seemed really iffy about it. I think it's going to be the two of like somehow the two of them. Maybe they'll finally bond and not hate <laughs> each other. Well, I, I was kind of wondering maybe I was thinking you know Michael in, in well his family I mean that group yeah that, those two might be uh, you know. Know, Jin and Sun's way into the yeah. wider group. Mm-hmm. But I also thought maybe she was starting to think that maybe Michael doesn't trust her so much because he saw 
Michael telling Walt not to drink the water or not to swallow the water. Like, mm-hmm. did, did she think that he thought that she was trying to poison his son or something like that? No, because it was salt water from the ocean. No, I, I know. We, we heard the conversation between Michael and Walt. We mm-hmm. understood the context of it, that he, he just oh. didn't want to dehydrate his son even further. But from the outside, you know, across the way, it might have looked like he was it like... probably did. Don't, don't put that crap in your system because she's probably giving you some sort of mm-hmm. fooey-hooey, Dewey and Louie. You know, so I, 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 I think, again, I think that's one of the most interesting dynamics in the entire show, especially moving forward, because how are they going to get looped into this whole operation, build a new society on the island kind of thing? From the chat room, Michael Osero. I just wish there was a way we could find out more about Sun and Jin sometime soon. I have a feeling a flashback. So it's probably either next week or the week after. That um, one I might have to watch twice because I have a feeling there'll be a lot of subtitles. Yeah, there's lots of reading involved. When yeah, because with it with their scenes in this episode, like I had to watch the scene and then jot down a bunch of notes real quick. Well, while... but then there was also the one scene that they didn't subtitle. I hate when mm-hmm. they don't subtitle it. It's like, why do I have to be in the dark about what they did? Because it's part of the mystery. I don't mystery like the mystery. Okay, Sawyer in his rat hole. Oh, wait a second. No? I, I will say that Angel says, I, I started looking into Korean etiquette, and from what I can tell, there is a level of privacy. Like, apparently, they don't interact with people they haven't been formally introduced to. Which you can definitely see, and it, 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 it's a cultural thing, you know, where... Crashed on a deserted island. Mm-hmm. And they walked, or he walked around offering people food. He did, he did. What happened to that guy? Well, I, th- I think he was, he, was, he was trying to ingratiate himself to people to kind of find his place with in the society and everyone most people outright rejected him you know so i, I except for uh claire who got his magic sushi magic sushi and uh so so i i feel like maybe he was like okay well maybe it's not even worth it then because these people aren't going to trust us anyway so the best thing we can do is hunker down as a two-person unit and make it through this until help arrives and they don't know that help's not coming they don't know anything about the radio they, I, I mean, all they know is the passage of time. They don't even know that, you know, supplies are dwindling. Uh, they don't, they might not know that that lady died out in the water earlier that they day. they figured that one out. Possibly. Probably. Yeah. Johanna. Joanna. Joanna. Johanna did it. Um, okay. So Sawyer in his rat hole. All he has in his rat hole are ciggies, alcohol, and what appeared to be some snacks, which mm-hmm. those are important. Yes. But there wasn't many from what it looked like. It looked like a carton of cigarettes and mini bottles of vodka. Mm-hmm. That's what he's hoarding out that's there. the rat hole we know. That's the rat hole we know. Well, we also know he had the what was it the the off spray or whatever or the suntan. He did lotion? have the suntan. Well, no, it wasn't suntan. To guard against sand. Sand dance. Sand dance or sand fleas. Sand fleas. Sand fleas. It keeps yeah. the sand fleas off. Um, so it's like a bug spray. But mm-hmm. so there's that. I'm pretty impressed that he kept it hidden away from everybody for so long. And it seemed a little weird that that um, he gave Kate the police badge because she's the new sheriff in town. <laughs> She's um, the sheriff. Seeing as how she's the bad guy. What are you doing over there? Oh, I'm just pulling something up for my next point. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, he thinks of her as an enforcer, but I'm assuming he doesn't know anything about her past because mm-hmm. we had talked about the fact of did he overhear that she was the prisoner, and I'm assuming yeah. he didn't. Yeah, well, I, I definitely think that he feels there's something not completely on the up and up with her, but oh, I think yeah. he's okay with that. Well, yeah, because he's not completely on the up and up. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I, and I wonder how how long uh, he's going to be able to keep his general store open and, uh, you know, be bartering with people. Because, I mean, like you said, there's not much there. And he doesn't seem the type to really just go off in the, in the woods on his own and try and 
salvage no. stuff from other wreck sites or, you know, go kill a boar or whatever. Yeah. So I, I guess it, it all remains to be seen mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's see. Something I noticed on Charlie when he was talking with Claire. Charlie. Was he had a, a? It was either a tattoo or he'd written it on his arm. I think it was a tattoo. Uh, the uh, little quote that says, uh, "Living is easy uh, with eyes closed," and I was like, "That that must have some sort of significance." So I went and took a look at it, and it's a line from the song by the Beatles, "Strawberry Fields Forever." Hmm. So I, I figured it might be useful to maybe may, I'll read the lyrics here, and then maybe see if uh, it inspires anything in me, you, or the chat room to okay. chime in about you know something that might tie together. Uh, you know, or something that might say something wider about the show. And it, uh, a couple lines actually do spe- speak to me in that way. Uh, okay. Okay. It's a, let me take you down because I'm going to strawberry fields. Nothing is real and nothing to get hung up about. Strawberry fields forever. Living is easy with eyes closed. Misunderstanding all you'll see. It's getting hard to be someone, but it all works out. It doesn't matter much to me. Let me take you down because I'm going to strawberry fields. Nothing is real and nothing to get hung up about. Strawberry fields forever. I no one, I think, is in my tree. I mean, it must be high or low. That is, you can't, you know, tune in. But it's all right. That is, I think it's not too bad. I And then the chorus again. I always know, sometimes think it's me. Uh, but you know I know when it's a dream. I think I know I mean a yes. But it's all wrong. That is, I, I think I disagree. And then, then let me take you down because I'm going to Strawberry Fields. Nothing is real. Nothing to get hung up about. Strawberry Fields forever. Um, While you still have that up because I forget. I, um... Link's in the dock if you want to. I know. Okay, okay fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll just look at it myself then. <laughs> no, no, continue. Go ahead. Tell us what you were inspired by. Oh, no. I Just a, a – well, obviously there's the imagery of the trees and kind of like the highs and the lows. I, something else very obviously is that this is kind of like a – a druggy kind of song and Charlie's a druggy no. so obviously he would feel very inspired by it uh, but uh, let's see uh, there were a couple ones that I w- yeah I, I particularly like the uh, the stanza that the episode is taken for or the quote on his arm is taken from living is easy with eyes closed misunderstanding all you see it's getting hard to be someone but it all works out it doesn't matter much to me I it's getting hard to be someone makes me think of this theme of you're starting a new life on the island I mm-hmm. uh, you know, living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all you see. Is that, that makes me Everything's think. Everything's a misunderstanding. And that also makes me think of their life before, before the island. Uh, it, it, we're, we're seeing that a lot where, you know, kind, kind of a lot of them were walking, like with Locke especially, for example. He mm-hmm. was walking around with eyes closed. And then now that he's here on mm-hmm. the island and he's on his walkabout, his eyes are open. And he's he's achieving his true potential. Okay, uh, which I thought was kind of okay. cool. Okay, uh, but anything else in the chat room? Um. Oh, Michael Lucero says coincidentally ne- next week episode involves Sawyer finding a large amount of strawberries, but none of them are real. But none of them are real. Nice. See, that makes it more fun. So yeah, yeah, this might be something we can return to a little mm-hmm. bit too. Mm-hmm. Strawberry fields forever. All okay. right. Random thoughts. Random thoughts from quibbles and bits. Quibbles and bits, as we sometimes call them. Dear Shannon, we ain't going to duck. Club, perhaps you should talk to Kate about some practical clothing. Um, well, I mean that might, that's practical for 
very warm beach, probably. I mean, you don't no. want to be wearing a parka. Does she need the hoop earrings that are down to her shoulders? Maybe. No, she doesn't. Those <laughs> could be used for something else. Um, is there a list of the survivors that sort of goes with what I was saying earlier? Mm-hmm. Is like maybe a part of the new structure that they create because there are only 46 of them. They should mm-hmm. at least know who everybody is. Well, wasn't wasn't Claire kind of put in charge of that? No. Well, she was, she was, she was, she was the deceased. Yeah, the deceased. Right. But well, why thought, wouldn't did, they have done it at the same time? Didn't she come up and say Joanne had an ear infection? Yes. And so, yeah, maybe she was. She Maybe she is like uh, talking to people. You know, the record keeper, kind of the record keeper of the group. Kind of, but I'm not sure because, um, you know, she says that nobody really looks at her straight. They always feel uncomfortable around her and Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing, which, you know, there's various reasons. So, um, what else is in that other wreckage? So far, all we have is creepy ass dolls, a now demolished empty coffin, and a heavily used (laughs) baseball bat. Could they be lucky enough for someone to have been shipping something helpful, you know, like soap? Or toilet paper, or food, or medicine. Maybe that's where the peanuts are. Peanuts? The airline peanuts? <gasps> I guess they don't do those anymore, but they did back then. Did they? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Um. Okay. And why don't they utilize the dog more? Because mm-hmm. he would have been very good for, you know, hunting or maybe finding the water a little mm-hmm. better than the ghost of Jack's dad, which was good. But I feel like the dog. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, it's a domesticated animal, though. It probably needs some more specific training before it'll be useful in that sense. Yeah. So you say that, but it's on an island. It It's hungry and thirsty, too. It's going to find. Mm-hmm. It's a wild animal. It's going to find a way. Mm-hmm. At the very yeah. least, it may have been able to find um, plants that are edible. Like, for all they know, half of this jungle is edible. I just hope it doesn't bite anybody. I mean, like how you got bit by yeah, a dog? Yeah, I got bit by a dog You got yesterday. bit by a small yippy dog. I got bit by a dog yesterday, and then we went and took a big hike out through a bunch of, like, uh, tropical woods. Oh, where today. people spotted bears near us. Yeah, so that was fun. A mama and a baby, so that's terrifying. Definitely. And, and uh, Michael Lucero says, I'm one of the few people who actually like both Shannon and Boone. I think I need more information on them. I'm okay with Boone. Shannon, I want to slap with a silly stick. Mm. Yeah, because you could tell he felt bad about losing, not being able to get out there to Joanne. Right, but I mean, okay, given the choice, are you going to save someone you know or someone you don't know? Very true. Very true. Like, and what it, was he going to do? Drag Boone with him to mm-hmm. save her? Then he's really going to be in trouble. Uh, did Boone just run out of energy, I guess? I think so. Like, that's yeah. the thing. He's like, I'd have been fine. No, dude, you were drowning. Mm-hmm. He picked you up and you were... P- p- Spurton. Well, it was almost like at that point, like maybe, you know, give him a leg up for a second and then send him back on his own. And there were but people he wasn't the, collecting his. There were there were people on the beach who could have come out and got him, you know, but but then and again, also did nobody else know how to swim again? Forty six other people. You'd think someone would know how to swim. Anyone. At least a little bit. The dog. They should have sent the dog out. We've solved wow. it. Seriously, the people upstairs are running sh- like crazy. We should be leading this group, not Jack. No, I don't want to live on an island. OK, Anne-Marie. Yeah. Arbitrary scale. OK. Out of 43 bottles of water, how many bottles of water do you give this episode? 41. Why? I really liked it. You did? I did. I did really like it. Um, I liked the chasing ghost dad and finding the water. Like, that all made me really, really happy, even though he was cuckoo bananas. Mm -hmm. Um, Backstory really told us nothing, and there wasn't too many flashbacks, so yay, thank you. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just liked... There was a lot of – I feel so weird saying this. A lot of character development with people this yeah. week. Lots lots more personal connections were being made and like I feel like you could kind of see the heat and the dehydration taking a hold of people mm-hmm. and it was neat to see – not neat. That's a weird word. Neat. Um, it, you could see the, react, the way people were handling it. Like Kate just went berserk. 
mm-hmm. to try and find the water and like that that's not the way to go and you know Saeed's like screaming at the Korean people mm-hmm. as if screaming louder makes them understand English <laughs> like you know stuff so 41 you 41 me I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with like 38 okay okay because again I really liked it I thought last week was a lot stronger of an episode mm-hmm. I, it did open up a lot more mm-hmm. questions for me which was which is good and bad because I I, I would have liked some sort of definitive answer on Ghost Head, but obviously uh, coming soon. Obviously, uh, well, not coming soon. Coming eventually. eventually. Michael Michael told us. Yeah. I but it, overall, I, I I liked it. I just didn't like it quite as much as like, it paled in comparison to last week. And a Derby kid over in the chat room, which we'll hear from in a minute, mm-hmm. Rebecca uh, or Rebexel, if I Rebexel. as I have her here, uh, forty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Lucero says forty-two and a half uh, bottles, forty-two and a half bottles spilled on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I love Charlie says forty bottles of water. So I gave it the low score. You did. I think I think maybe I I lowered my score just a little bit because other people I saw other people so gaga over it that uh, <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, uh, poker face and. Uh, <laughs> then maybe it made me back up and be like was that great of an episode see and the comedy is you mm-hmm. like like i liked last week but not nearly as much as like you and michael yeah like i thought it was a really good episode but it wasn't mm-hmm. like knock me over episode yeah and angel t says i'm with Anne marie uh 41 uh this episode was really fascinating and as i mentioned before the camera work I, I think uh, the one thing that knocked it down for me at the moment is that it wasn't completely clear to me why Boone stole the water. So I think it was all a matter of retaliation mm-hmm. to Jack. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap up with some feedback. As always, uh, you know, as you move through the episodes, mm-hmm. you can feel free to shoot us some feedback. And our email is we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. The Facebook is facebook.com slash we're so lost. Uh, the Twitter is at We're So Lost, and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And today in voicemail, uh, we have Rebexel, uh, Rebecca Johnson, at, a.k.a. at Derby Kid on Twitter, a.k.a. the co-host of Supergirl Radio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, and she has some thoughts on this week's episode. So take it away, Rebexel. What's up, We're So Lost? What's up? Uh, What's this up? is Rebecca Johnson, and I can't believe it's taking me this long to call in about one of my all-time <laughs> favorite TV shows. But right. since Jack Shepard is one of my favorite characters, I'd probably put him in my top three. So White Rabbit seemed like a fitting time for me to chime in. Jack's backstory reinforces one of his defining character traits, his need to fix people. But what I really love about this episode is that it sets him up to be a true leader on the island. It's a big episode for Jack, but it's also huge for all of the Oceanic 815 survivors. And with your once upon a time knowledge, I'm sure you will have picked up on the Alice in Wonderland references. But here's yeah. a pro tip from an already established Lost fan. Pay attention to those literature mentions, whether they be in the form of conversations or books on a shelf. They are there for a reason, and the more you dig into them, the more you'll get out of the series. I'm I so also bad. believe this is the first time uh, in White Rabbit that the musical track titled Life and Death appears on the show. This is one of my favorite pieces from Michael Giacchino's score, and you'll hear those piano notes a lot. 
It usually cues the audience to grab some Kleenex tissues, but I find it to be beautifully moving in its simplicity. And as a video editor, I feel compelled to mention that this is the first episode Mark Goldman edited for the show. You might recognize his name from Once Upon a Time, but I became a fan of his through his work on a, on Law for which he won an Emmy. And I just wanted to end this voicemail by saying a thank you for just doing this podcast. I had been trying to find the time to rewatch the show for the third time, <laughs> and following along with you has been a great way to do that. So I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Hey, hey, Michael. You already did that, Michael. Cool down, Michael. Uh, <laughs> As always, uh, you can uh, email us. We're so lost podcast. By the way, thank you very thank much, you, Rebecca. Rebecca. Stop calling her Rebexel. I'm going to do it one more time, Rebexel. Um, uh, email us at uh, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Facebook.com slash we're so lost. The Twitter is we're so lost, a, at we're so lost, I guess. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Again, like I said earlier, we're going to have the website up, we're so lost.com. Yes, somebody's uh, planning tonight. on staying up tonight to do it, so it ought to be real fun. Look for typos. And uh, we'll, we'll be up on <laughs> iTunes very soon. If you're listening to this on iTunes, we're already there. Oh, wow. So leave us a review. That'd be super awesome. That would be super awesome. And uh, Michael pointed out, um, I didn't catch it, by the way, but did you discuss yet the episode title as Alice in Wonderland reference? I think most people know that White Rabbit is an Alice in Wonderland yeah, reference. Yeah, they kind of referenced it in the show. They did, so. kind of. But I just wanted to, this is slight once upon a time geekiness. Um, mm-hmm. Emily DeRaven was kind of a bigger character in this one, like, cause, you know, she passed out and they woke her up and did stuff like that. But she also, she'll answer to Rebexel. Um, <laughs> her episode of Ray, uh, Lacey for Once Upon a Time took uh-huh. place in the rabbit hole. Very true. Very so true. I just, you know, thought I. Another I'd... little once connection there. The once connection. We should have had a segment, but we didn't. We, we did. We tried to, but then we dropped it. Cause we forgot. Yeah. You know why? Because we're We're so so lost. Why? Because. Make it go away. I I never will. I never will. There's the title card that I meant to put up (laughs) beforehand. (laughs)